Diverse is brought to you by SWE Advance, supporting the recruitment, retention, and advancement of women in engineering through career resources, professional development, and one-to-one networking opportunities. Hello, I'm Jessica Rano, FY17 President of the Society of Women Engineers, and this is SWE's Diverse Podcast Series. Please remember to add this podcast to your iTunes and like or follow us on social media. Visit SWE.org for more details. Joining me now is Della Cronin, a principal at Washington Partners. Della works with SWE on public policy and STEM education issues. She holds a bachelor's degree in economics with a minor in political science from Virginia Tech. Hi, Della. Thanks for joining us. A pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, do you want to kick some things off? It's been quite an adventurous time in Washington, D.C. over the last couple of months. Sure has. Um, Why don't I jump in? I think that um, folks who are watching Washington, D.C., both from inside the Beltway and from outside, have lots of questions about what is going on. And I'm happy to talk about what we know and what we don't know um, at this point in the new administration. Um, This new President Donald J. Trump administration is quite busy. Um, They certainly have uh, come out of the gates roaring with executive orders and other headline-grabbing news uh, from the White House. Um, But you could say that they are flying a plane while they are still building it. Um, There are still a number of cabinet officials that are in process of being vetted and approved. Um, The Society of Women Engineers and its members will be keenly interested in who ends up leading the Department of Education. Of course, that that question was just answered with a very controversial um, nominee in Betsy DeVos, who was approved by the thinnest of margins possible in the Senate. Um, But other agencies like the Department of Energy, the Labor Department, and some others will be important to SWE and its members as they watch what goes on in Washington in terms of federal investments in programs that they care about. Um, So far, there hasn't really been very much clear information on um, these cabinet level positions and their particular opinions on STEM education, um, other uh, issues that are important to women in the workplace, Title IX, uh, trying to include more diversity in STEM education and STEM fields. Um, And so we're still sort of in this information gathering stage on Capitol Hill. Um, but I would like to point out something interesting about this administration, and, I, and we use the term interesting very liberally in Washington, D.C. these days because everything is interesting. Um, <laughs> but Ivanka Trump could be a friend uh, to SWE and its issues. Uh, she's clearly going to be influential in this White House, and that's a new dynamic for those of us who have been moving in public policy for quite some time. Um She is clearly interested in addressing issues that affect women in the workplace. She has a book coming out called Women Who Work, um, and she's already sort of gathered uh, women in high places in industry and in education to talk about issues that she thinks are important. These include uh, paid medical leave, um, paid maternity leave. But in addition, she wants to make sure that women have the most opportunity that they can in the workplace. And that is clearly going to touch STEM education tangentially, if not um, directly. But as I said at the top of this, um, there are certainly far more questions than answers in Washington these days. Um, But having said all that, that doesn't mean that the um, new the this year's Capitol Hills Days isn't going to be fun and important um, for SWE and its members. And we hope to see a a good showing on March 15th and 16th in Washington, D.C. this year. 
Yeah, that's an issue. You know, I've had a sweet president. I've been able to attend Congressional Visit Day for the last three years, and I've had a few people ask me if we're still having it. But And the answer is, of course, I think our message is even more important than ever right now and more needed. Can you talk a little bit more about Congressional Visit Day? I know the theme this year is diversity and inclusion fuels innovation in STEM. Yeah, and I um, understand sort of the inclination to say, well, I'm not sure that this president or this other, this secretary of education or these other folks who I've heard about in Washington, D.C. care about the same things as I do. And I'm not going to, or I'm not sure why um, it's worth my time or effort to come to Washington and talk about the issues that I care about. Um, I would remind folks uh, who are thinking about coming or uh, have come before that uh, the president is just one part of the Washington policy scene, as is uh, the federal, uh, as are the federal agencies, and the Congress is still quite important um, to the policies and issues that SWE cares about. Um, and Congress is still there and still going. And for some who have been here before, you have the same member of Congress and this perhaps even the same staff, working on the issues that you talked to them about last year. And I can't say enough that consistency and persistency is important and persistence is so important uh, in advocacy and um, groups like SWE and, and its like-minded organizations in Washington, D.C. cannot afford to sit out any year, um, even those that seem difficult and those that seem like there aren't many friendly faces in, in high places. So, yes, you're right. This year's um, theme is going to be diversity and inclusion. Those are important issues always to SWE, but it's, there are also issues that are important to our friends on Capitol Hill and in other agencies um, in Washington, D.C. So the two-day event's going to be March 15th and 16th. Um, once again, members and representatives of uh, organizations that agree with so much uh, as SWE does in Washington, D.C., will be visiting um, Capitol Hill offices and talking to them about STEM education. Uh, again, on the 15th, you'll uh, folks who come to town will have the chance to participate in a training. Um, they'll hear about what's going on on Capitol Hill in many different policy areas that SWE is watching and cares about. They'll um, learn a little bit about how to actually do a meeting. Um, they'll meet fellow uh, attendees, some of whom they'll be actually doing the meetings with. So it's really an opportunity to calm any nerves or let you meet of your fellow participants and feel a little bit more comfortable in case you come into town with some jitters. Um, then there's a reception that night where we sort of let our hair down a little bit um, and meet with uh, some members of Congress who stop by and say hello, um, as well as their staff. Um, and then uh, on the 16th, we'll have a breakfast um, on Capitol Hill, we'll give you a sort of some last minute tips on how to have a good meeting and we'll send you on your way on meetings that we will have set up for you uh, in offices that of folks who represent you to talk to them about the issues you care about. And I will always uh, I'll remind you if you come to town of uh, those two days and I'll remind everyone now that these members of Congress and their staff work for you want to hear what you care about, want to hear what you'd like to see change uh, and have a good conversation about being an engineer, growing the STEM um, pipeline, and what sort of supports women in the workplace need these days to be their best selves. I think it's a good point. Like The training that you guys give is great. Um, I know every year we've had a few different uh, speakers, so we've learned different aspects, but it really prepares you because my first year I was really nervous uh, to go and have these conversations with the congressional staffers. And 
And this actually is my fourth year. Uh, I've had the same two senators and congressperson for will now be my fourth year. So like you said, I'm seeing some of the same staff members when we go in. Um, So you start to feel a lot more comfortable every time you go and that, you know, your point is and your issues are getting realized because they're seeing you every year. And we really hope that folks like you, Jessica, and others who come to town more than once don't just um, have this one day or two day experience in Washington, D.C., that they really do um, establish relationships with these offices and that the next time they're at work or seeing what's happening in a local school and it touches on what they've discussed with the staff and others that they've met while they're in Washington, D.C., that they take an opportunity to shoot them an email, build on that relationship so that the next time they're in Washington, they're a valued resource for the people that they're meeting with and not a person who drops in once a year and sort of checks the box. Um, You know, we can only do so much um, in terms of encouraging SWE and its members to come in and and nurture these relationships. Um, But the offices will care far more about what a woman woman engineer in Ohio is doing every day than they'll care about what I think they should be doing um, in terms of STEM education (laughs) in Ohio. Yeah, it, you know, and one of the cool things, too, is that uh, my congressperson was able to send a member of her staff even to my sweet president installation uh, because of the relationship that we had built through the congressional visit day. So, And that's a great success, and we are always looking for more successes like that. We hear about them throughout the year. Folks shoot us notes, and they say, I just got an email from the person I met with in March, and they wanted to know X. And those are really the success stories that we want to foster and we want to nurture once those um, lines of communication are established. They say in Washington, the time to make friends is before you need them. And and that's now. (laughs) I think that that applies to a lot of different things in life. Yeah. So we've talked a little bit about the the climate, you know, and how our efforts are important. Can you continue the conversation on that? Sure. I think that um, the Society of Women Engineers, its leadership, which of course includes you, Jessica, but also Karen Hording, um, its representatives here in town, which in, includes me and others who are in town at some of the um, other engineering professional societies that share Uh, the same or similar opinions on some of these issues. Um, I think it's important that everybody weighs in um, on what's going on in town. This this administration and any change in administration is a time for great churn in Washington, D.C. And when I say churn, I mean folks are changing jobs, not just uh, elected officials, but folks in the community. Um, and that means there's an oppor- there's always opportunities to make new friends off the Hill who might be helpful. Um, in addition, the folks on the Hill will be churning. Maybe the person who you met with, Jessica, last year is now in a different office and um, has a a higher level job, and maybe that person will um, call on you to to help in their new position. I think that there's a tremendous interconnectedness in Washington, D.C. that doesn't turn um, with an election. Um, And SWE is part of that fabric, and its members coming to town every year really strengthens um, that presence in that fabric. So, you know, continuing our conversation about getting in touch with um, your legislators, SWE has a great resource, SWE's Legislative Action Center. And this is a great resource because, you know, I've personally seen a lot of my uh, SWE Facebook friends getting a lot more involved in politics than they have been in the past. Can you talk about how the Legislative Action Center can help with that? 
Yeah, I think the Legislative Action Center is a great tool uh, to convey um, what we think should happen on a particular issue um, in a quick fashion. Um, I don't think that we had the opportunity to use it very much last year because, of course, during an election year, there isn't really much action on um, Capitol Hill. It's a lot of being out of town to campaign um, and doing the bare minimum. I think that the last Congress had the well-deserved title of the do-nothing Congress. But we're now in a new uh, Congress. We maybe some of these folks don't know SWE. It's an opportunity uh, to introduce SWE to them through the Legislative Action Center. And there are going to be a couple of issues coming up, maybe some pretty quickly um, related to funding. We have a funding issue that's outstanding from last year. Um, I think SWE is concerned that some education programs and some research investments uh, may be um, slated for some cuts. And the Legislative Action Center is an opportunity to get the word out that this these programs are important to women engineers uh, across the country. And um, we really hope that you, Congress, invest in them adequately to sustain um, a strong STEM workforce and women in the workplace. So I see the Legislative Action Center as something that we haven't used um, very much in in the recent past, but really could be quite powerful in the coming year. And we know, because I've been to um, the SWE conference, I've, we've heard from membership that they really do want to be active um, and, and spread their um, their energy on Capitol Hill and let folks know what they want to do. And we are really eager to find them opportunities to do that this year. So hopefully the Legislative Action Center will see more action this year. So I think one thing, too, with the Legislative Action Center can help facilitate emails. uh, But, you know, I I know I've been seeing this a lot that emailing is good, but calling is even better. And what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so I think that there are there are certain issues where calling is absolutely better. I've been on the Hill in offices in recent weeks, and I've heard the um, the phones ringing off the hook from uh, folks weighing in on their opinion on um, Secretary DeVos and whether or not the respective office should support her nomination. I've been there. I've heard uh, the folks who uh, work the phones answer the phones, listen to the folks, uh, tell them what they think their boss should hear about Um, the matter at hand. uh, And, you know, they keep track of those. Um, And I would argue that in in particular, in the instance of Mrs. DeVos and uh, Senators Murkowski and Collins said this on the floor of the Senate, that those phone calls were the deciding factor for them in deciding to vote against her. Um, I suspect in other offices, phone calls went the other way, and it was the reason that other members decided to vote for her. Um, but phone calls are, um, are there's still phones ringing off the hook, is still something that members can see and respond to. Um, emails are good for staff um, and, and for staff to sort of convey to bosses that they're hearing X on this issue. Um, but when it's Um, a really rapid fire issue where there's some big vote coming up in the next day or two, a phone call is probably more um, effective. And then I also think of, you know, a meeting, um, and particularly with the member, if you can get one, is the most effective. And I just wanted to tell folks who may not uh, be able to come to Washington, D.C. for the Capitol Hill days, that those meetings can happen in the district or in the state. um, And the Legislative Action Center can help you figure out how to do that. But I'm certainly happy to, um, if you 
if you get in touch with Karen or if you get in touch with Jessica and you, they send me your information, I'm happy to help folks figure out how to do that in the district. Um, as I've said more than once on, on this uh, during this conversation, um, you know, being in touch with your member of Congress is really important, and you might not know how important it is until um, there's that one thing that you care so much about and you'll have the relationship, and that will be based on phone calls, emails, meetings that you had where you maybe weren't speaking about an urgent issue, and then the urgent issue comes and they know you, they know who you are, they know what you care about, and they really listen to you. So, you know, I also found about an interesting way to have face-to-face contact is um, a lot of senators and Congress people have uh, coffees that are in the mornings, um, either in, D- I know in DC, they have a regular schedule with them, and some of them have them also back in the district. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in DC, it's um, it's really a function of the Senate, because if you think about it, there's only two senators for each entire state. So for example, the California senators or the New York senators or senators from really highly populated states where they might have a lot of constituents in town. A coffee is really an efficient way to see a lot of constituents at one time at a set time in the morning. So for those folks who maybe are planning to come to Washington, either for Capitol Hills days or maybe if you're coming for vacation, um, if you contact your senator's office, they'll tell you when those coffees are. Members of Congress tend to have coffees like that when they're home because um, it's more probable that constituents that will be at home and want to see them at home versus a whole bunch of constituents being in their house office at the same time. So those are quite good. And they're also good photo ops. If you happen to like <laughs> your senator or your uh, representative, they usually would have no problem pausing for a selfie. I'm still waiting to get mine. Uh, <laughs> uh, so some of the other tools SWE has for learning more about advocacy is we have a few great webinars out there. Can you talk a little bit about those? Yeah, so we've, we've uh, at Washington Partners, we've participated in one webinar last year um, that was trying to uh, bring home the point that advocacy can happen in, in Washington, D.C., but also can be local. Um, those are available um, on the, the SWE website. Um, and then um, I think we'll also be doing an um, if you look at the SWE, if you look at the SWE altogether blog, um, and if you keep up with that and sort of the updates from Washington, we regularly link back to um, old resources that are still pertinent to what's going on right now. If you want to write a letter or weigh in, or if we think there's a webinar or um, another advocacy tool that would be helpful uh, to SWE members in conveying um, their messages to lawmakers. Yeah, you guys do a great job on that blog, and it, I know it comes out about monthly, uh, but it's about monthly, but it's good to find out all the upcoming legislation that uh, is part of SWE's mission and SWE's public policy mission. Thank you. We, we enjoy writing it, although sometimes it can be a challenge to fit everything that's going on in, in a blog post that folks will read from beginning to end. <laughs> I can understand, especially when it gets down to <laughs> specific pieces of legislation. Just the Agreed. titles can take up a whole paragraph. Agreed. We'll spare everybody the legislative language on the blogs. Uh, One other thing that we have is SWE has advocacy education modules. I was really excited to see these come out last year. Um, We have Advocacy 101 and 201. Uh, Can you talk a bit about those? Sure. So, um, you know, these are, I think, Advocacy 101 and 201 are, are very descriptive in terms of the <laughs> content of, of the modules. Um, the first one is, you know, pretty 
this is how government works and this is how you can have your your voice heard. And then the second one goes into a little greater depth about the work of SWE's Government Relations and Public Policy Committee. And they're both really excellent resources for newcomers to general advocacy work. And I, I would say that if anybody is coming to Capitol Hill Day for the first time this year, they might want to check those out. It might calm some nerves before you hit town. Yeah, it's a it's a great experience. So I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Uh, it's in the middle of March. Hopefully we have some. I look forward to seeing you there as well. I hope that this there won't be any freakish snowstorm or anything <laughs> at the time. I think last year we had some freakish cold weather, but uh, it did not deter us. Yes. We were still uh, strongly heard that day. I put on my flats and walked walked a lot of my walked a lot of blocks around the uh, Capitol building and. I would say if you if anybody's listening, one thing, one piece of advice to take to heart, comfortable shoes. Those marble halls are very difficult on your toes and don't bring your best high heels. <laughs> yeah, you don't realize how far apart everything is until you start walking it. Agreed. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us today, Della. It's my pleasure. I hope that folks uh, come to town and, and when they do, if they listen to this podcast, they'll let us know. <laughs> yeah. Della Cronin is a principal at Washington Partners. Della works with her colleagues on K-12 and higher education issues and manages the firm's STEM education work. Della, thanks for participating in SWE's Diverse Podcast Series. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget to explore additional offerings from SWE Advance at advancedlearning.swe.org.